now. Capital 263. If your man crush Monday's favorite saying is chele chele, or if your <laughs> woman crush Wednesday's uh, favorite saying is chele chele, then you're on the right show. Welcome to another episode of uh, Mike Said and Match. Today we are hosting some great people who like to say chele chele. So you're gonna hear them as we go. <laughs> I feel well, like I feel like you didn't introduce me. <laughs> hold up, hold up. We haven't gotten there. Chill, chill. My name is Lizo S. Welcome to Mike Set and Match. Uh, available on Twitter at Mike Set Match. Um, also on Twitter at Lizo S. And uh, of course, as usual, I'm with the other hosts, the other OG. Put some respect. <laughs> I'm with the the legend, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Welcome to Max Get Match. We've been out of the studio for a while, but we're back. Yeah. Um, we're preparing, you know, great things. You know, and That's we're what... here with the great things. Yeah. My name is Josh. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 6legend, at underscore 6 <laughs> underscore legend. And you can also find us on Facebook at Max Get Match. And um, if you get our numbers, you can uh, get on the broken list for, our, for WhatsApp so that you can get the episode. Downloadable versions for WhatsApp are available, so just get our numbers and yeah, man, you can get the episodes. And we're here today in the back of a very epic EPL season for some of us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. today I'm not for a all of us. Today I'm not a Chelsea <laughs> fan. <laughs> today okay. I'm just uh, a Maxit Match host, and in the studio we've got two guests. Uh, we have three guests. Uh, one is right in front of you. Our pictures will be available online. Right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, ch- a champion here for the champions. Yeah, of yeah, course. Uh, and talking about champions, we have two champion uh, fans. People who followed uh, Mike's at a match who've contributed here and there. And uh, I'd like to introduce them, but uh, by asking them to introduce themselves. So first... Uh, a gent. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> what up, what up? What up, what up, fam? How you doing? I'm good, man. How's it? I'm all right. Tawi here. Oh, I was about to say, who are you? I'm Tawi. You know, I'm the forward guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. At least yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tawi. Tawi here. You can find me on Twitter. Underscore Dings. The problem child. <laughs> We're not here to talk about us. <laughs> Please. We're here to talk about sport, man. Yes. Yeah. And the lady. Okay. Hello, oh, everybody. Hey. <laughs> She's got a sweet voice, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's like a difference to. It's a different vibe, yeah. Yeah, man. I know you're trying to match uh, my tweets and my voice. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. Uh, my name is Danai. Um, like everybody is also on Twitter, so maybe I should also say I'm on Twitter as well. Oh yeah, we're yeah. going to ask you if uh, you didn't say. My handle is Mama underscore Dana Vanakunama. There we go. There we go. Are you on Instagram? I'd like to follow you as well. 
<laughs> I'm shocked, man. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> no, I was just checking, you know, if she's on Snapchat, you know, maybe yeah, I just want to follow. Don't, don't, don't be trying to pressure the lady <laughs> to give you her details of her. Right, no, it's cool. Like it's cool. Uh, I take it back until after the show. But uh, anyway, it's the EPL season review. Uh, we are all here, happy, smiling, which is great. Um, a United fan and against three Chelsea fans. Although I'm not United today, I'm just uh, talking about the EPL in its totality. Just like Josh said, you know, we're not really representing any teams, but we got people who do. Um, so we get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's start with the with the champions. <laughs> How was your season? <laughs> Who's going first? I am. Okay. <laughs> Whichever way, man. It was. A fabulous season. I think it was the best so far. Yeah. Why? Am what I do you mean the best? The best against odds that were stacked against us at the start of the season. Are, are you saying it's the best you've ever seen? The best title run ever in the history of Premier League? What are you saying? Nah, definitely not in the history of the Premier League. I'm talking from a Chelsea fan's point of view. That yeah, man. This has been an amazing season because look. From what we experienced last season, that was atrocious. That was man, <laughs> stressful times. Man, we got to a point whereby we just were going through the emotions of watching the games last season. Just like, oh, can this season really end? So coming from that season, that backdrop of that season, and into this particular campaign, each it was amazing. It was it was an amazing feeling. Yeah. And I think, how do you feel about the past season? Oh, wow. Uh, I think uh, this is the season when I was so proud to be a Chelsea fan. You know, like last season, we were like uh, on page two. Yeah, I must say page <laughs> two. I'm even ashamed of saying like, the actual position we were. But yeah, just to say to page two. To Chelsea. I know, right? <laughs> we, had to, we had to scroll twice to say, hey, where are we on the table? Like, that was all page two. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. uh, you know, just from nowhere, then uh, we'll see ourselves going on the top, at the top, remaining at the top. So, uh, and it gave us confidence as well. And I think the most exciting part is Mourinho. Uh, moved from uh, Chelsea to the most team that I hate, which is uh, Manu. And I know Lee's going to be like, ah, you think you're going to be champions <laughs> and everything. No, I'm, I'm cool. I'm listening to you. Yeah, and uh, not just that we were champions, but I was very confident that uh, Manchester United were not going to be in the top four. Just that they they managed to, you know, use the back door <laughs> to join the UEFA team and everything. But so I had two things to celebrate, uh, being champions and also that Manchester United had nothing. To me, they had nothing. So yeah, yes. we are still the champions, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proud lady speaking yeah, there. Wow, she, man. She, she's in love with her team, man. Uh, yeah, she's uh, put it on her Twitter uh, quite a number of times that she loves <laughs> Chelsea, you know. Uh, blue hearts all over the, her page and yeah. my gosh <laughs> yeah, man. and um just just to find out from from you from all of all the, all three of you from your perspective how 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 much of chelsea's success this season can be attributed to either jose Mourinho or antonio conte because we're looking at a team that in essence was built by 
by Jose Mourinho. And Antonio Conte came in, he made a couple of signings. He brought in Golo Kante, he brought in Michi Bajuai, who eventually won the league for Chelsea, although he didn't feature much. Mm-hmm. So now there's, there's that argument, that debate that who contributed more to Chelsea being where Chelsea is right now? Do we give credit to Antonio Conte for maybe changing the system of play, for maybe reinstating confidence? Or do we give credit to Jose Mourinho for building the team, for bringing in the players that that won the title this season? Because basically it was the very same team that Conte confirmed. So how big a contribution do we give to Jose Mourinho and how big a contribution do we give to Antonio Conte? Right, I'll just jump onto that one. <laughs> I'd like to hear you. <laughs> right, I think uh, Jose is owed quite a huge uh, amount of gratitude from Chelsea for building a formidable team, uh, building a formidable spirit. He lost it last season, totally. He lost everything, the dressing room, the administration, he lost everyone. But uh, Jose built that machine, built... The, the blue machine and Conte really adapted it you know to the machine that had been built uh, put some oil where um, there was so much rust and really remotivated rejuvenated the players and got the team playing back you know to the level that they were two seasons ago so I believe you know Jose really set the ball rolling for Chelsea and he is owed a huge amount of gratitude from Chelsea. That's my perspective. Please wait. See. Sign out. <laughs> 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 and, 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 then I do agree. No, 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 no. Uh, I still think that Lizzo should leave this uh, Manchester United bit uh, because he's trying to comfort himself. But uh, I must say that Mourinho, yes, he built a team, right? But I must say he didn't build the spirit. Or the spirit was there, but um, it was no longer there. Uh, he had a team, but without a team spirit. And if you look at how Conte had to bring everybody together, unite them and work on their discipline, then you can still, uh, you know, uh, give credit to, to Conte. And to me personally, I don't think that uh, Mourinho is owed anything because look at Costa, look at his disciplinary, um, you know, uh, journey with him, with Mourinho. It's, it's different styles, Mama no, 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 no. It's no, different no, styles no, of no. management. Okay, can we can we just look at how many red cards Costa uh, uh, picked when he was with Mourinho and the fights they had and uh, the red cards that he had with Conte? And do you remember uh, the fight they had with um, with Conte? The one where we, people were saying Costa might be leaving for yeah, China? Yeah. Did you see the end of it? You know, we were all, you know, looking forward to these headlines and everything. China but ran out of money. Chinese are almost out of money. No, no, but Quante, Quante really handled it well. And I must say, he, he maintained the team spirit. And to be honest, this is a typical manager. And Mourinho, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you Oh my gosh! Jump credit to I'm I'm jumping onto this one now. Yeah, man. I I'm definitely not giving anything to Mourinho. Nothing, zero. What Mourinho had, he left with it. That's what. That's everything. I'd say. Uh, I, I think Costa is still playing for Chelsea. Uh, no, look. Let me tell you. Let's let's go back. Let's go back. Uh-huh. If we are talking about how Mourinho built Chelsea. Can we then credit Ranieri with Mourinho's first title? 
if you're going to go that far, then nah, probably nah, it, 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 it sets a precedent. Let's let's be honest. Let's let's talk football. It sets a precedent. Who were the title winners in uh, Mourinho's first season? Mourinho, he was the winner. Which t- which players were the outstanding players in that season? No, but look, he had gotten Lampard. He had gotten Makelele. Makelele didn't come with Mourinho. Makelele came before Mourinho. Makelele was in Ranieri's team. All right, that's okay. minus one. But the he standout had, players in that Thierry. title win. Had, wait, let me tell you. He yeah. had Thierry from the previous. He had uh, Good Johnson. Good Johnson was a big part of the Chelsea lineup in 2004. This is, these are very peripheral players. You just don't want to get Good Johnson. Good Johnson was a let's get to the core players. <laughs> the players okay, that I know, I know, I know the name that you want. You want Good. to say Drogba came with Mourinho. That's one. Yeah. All right, but listen. But in the same vein, we can also speak of Kante coming with with Kante. Exactly. Ricardo Cavalier, you know, all these players. But I'm just saying, solid players. David Lewis, Golo Kante. Solid players. Moses, where was Moses? Yeah, look, look. look, Let's look at the genius of Kante here. Yeah. Alonso, this is not Alonso's first rodeo in the Premier League. He came before. He was a flop. As everyone alluded, everyone laughed at us when we, when Conte signed Alonso. And, and, and when Conte decided to put Moses, to stick with Moses in the team, everyone thought Moses was going on loan. Okay? Like he's always been in the last four years. Mm-hmm. Remember, we bought Moses in 2012. And he's been on loan ever since. And which coach, out of every coach that we've had at Chelsea, was actually really giving Moses a chance? A player like Moses is now an integral part of the team. I say I give credit to Conte above Mourinho, above everything else, is look at the preseason, the work that people put in preseason. Chelsea were by far the fittest team in the league. We were by far the fittest in the division. <laughs> I, 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 I would want anyone to. I, I would argue for for Liverpool because they were running. They were not. They, they were, were running around the, everyone. But they they ran around they and they bent out in December. Yeah, but Chelsea at the start of the season, like you're saying, they we were the say, fittest. Can we say they ran around you guys three 0 What was it? What was the score? This is two one. Something like that. But they ran around. We just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loses right. at some All point. Right. All right, but that's a minor detail. <laughs> ah, but so, okay, in, in, I, get, I get your point that you're saying Mourinho brought in a drug bars or whatever in, in 2004. But in the same vein, Conte brought in Golo Kante, he brought in David Lewis, he brought in Marcos Alonso, he brought back Victor Moses. And those are the teams that were very essential to Chelsea. Yeah. So, uh, imagine a no. game where we did not play. Moses or Alonso in that system. Everything went haywire whenever we decided to play a game without either one. They were the most integral part with those guys available in Mourinho. I mean, look, we can say Mourinho brought in Costa and Fabregas. Yeah, he did bring in Conte and Costa and Fabregas. But let's look at the type of play Costa had. If we're going to credit every coach who buys in a player and say oh look you bought this player so that means you are successful for that particular success that comes from the player that's really unfair 
is pretty unfair. <laughs> I don't agree with it. The man has made his points. <laughs> I, I, I think he's driving all his points, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to what he's saying. He's very passionate about his team. Especially about Let's, Conte. I'm right. in love with that guy. In terms I love of, that guy. Okay, in the same vein of, of players and past managers and giving credit, how, how much credit do we give uh, Pochettino or Tottenham where they are now? Do we do we say Tottenham is is a product of the past, or do we say Pochettino may have, has made them who they are today? Because from 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 all the past years, Tottenham wasn't a, a it was like more or less like an Everton in the league. It was a team you expect to finish fifth or sixth thereabouts, not really pushing for the title. But in the past two seasons, we've seen Tottenham coming very close. Although I don't know where they lose it. They, 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 they play the most beautiful football in the Premier League and somehow they just can't get the title. So They're the new Arsenal, really. No, no. <laughs> Don't disrespect Tottenham. Man, no, man. You cannot do that. No, no. Yeah. Let's, talk about, let's talk about Pochettino. How good is Mauricio Pochettino? Uh, oh. <laughs> is that on me? It's open to, 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 to the panel. Everyone. I think... Poch is, as much as I think he's got a loud mouth, he's, he's a really good coach. Like, let's look at the places he's been since he came into the league. Look at how Southampton played when they had Pochettino there. He, they were amazing. They were like a standout team. Isn't, if I'm correct, they finished sixth in, in one of his breakthrough seasons. He was, uh, he was, he was really good. He's had he's a he's a really good coach, but I also have to credit like the chairman at Tottenham and Daniel <laughs> Levy. He's he's a he's a, he's a football man. He knows, he knows business. Look, Tottenham have been on the up for the last say four or five years. I think they're the most on the up team in the Premier League. They've been building their their base. They've been building their players. They've been taking buying a lot of youngsters. They found a coach who really trusts youngsters, like a lot of. I'll tell you, Delhi is 20. In most teams, he would have been like a bench player because of his age. Mm-hmm. And Poch has brought him up and he's like, I'm putting everything on you. Imagine. And look at the way Tottenham play, man. Look, sometimes they play beautiful football, but I think Chelsea play the most beautiful football. <laughs> There's no one who plays more beautiful football than Chelsea. Uh-uh. We've got a different style. We've got a different style to Tottenham. Okay. Well, our football has results. <laughs> I thought I loved Ma- Mama D, you think Poch is a great manager? Yeah, I really appreciate his uh, his attacking touches. To be honest, but uh, Tottenham was that team there to destroy you. I know they might score three, but they will score five. So to be honest, I really appreciate uh, his um, attacking tactics. And uh, I don't know, but I think it's too early uh, for Tottenham to start having beef. Have you noticed that uh, they're kind of having beef with, with Chelsea? I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, London rivals, so of course. But I think no, it's too early. They, they should like, uh, have you win, <laughs> they win some, titles. They need to win titles. something to like, yes, try yes. and knock us off. Yeah, they did beat us. Everyone loses, man. Even the greatest Barcelona team in their prime, the best team in... <laughs> let's talk about the best team in the last decade. It was that Barcelona team from 2008 and up until 20, 
11 thereabouts. <laughs> but they never went through a season without getting bitten. Yeah, of course. Everyone gets bitten at some point. I think um, you've just hit where I was going to go and argue that Poch is a nice manager, but he's not a very good manager. Why? Because for all he's built and for all he's developed, for all, he, for all the position he's taken Tottenham, there are perennial failures in the Champions League, in the league, Europa. You know, <laughs> even in Europa, they you know they're not doing well. In the league last season, you know it was all for them to finish on top of Arsenal. Their direct rivals, they lose it at the last minute. No mentality. This season they have a brilliant run. You know they're taking on everyone, but what's there to show for it besides you know being second best in the league and you know and I, I think a he's, poor he's, 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 he's a nice manager yeah, but I think he's not really pers- a great I manager think, I think Pochettino is top 5 managers in the EPL yeah. he, only, he's, he's, he only comes after Jose Mourinho Antonio Conte I, I like how you put Jose first the best manager in the EPL proved himself <laughs> by winning the league title and he, was, he, and he exactly. won with the esteemed <laughs> Guardiola's and Mourinho's yes. of the world. Yeah. You know, of course. You know how when the season started, it was all about Mourinho versus Guardiola, and then Conte just came in and went. totally blew up. But anyway, let's get back to Argentina. Yeah. My point is, <laughs> in the EPL, he's, he, he comes only after Conte, Jose Mourinho, and Pep Guardiola's other concern. He's better than Klopp. I will say that for a fact. Pochettino is better than Klopp. He's better than every other manager in the EPL. Our olden boys fire seconds. His perennial failures, I can I will say they're down to he has a very young squad. You know, Tottenham from last season. But that's the manager's job, though. Yeah, it is. I, I it is. Disagree. Listen. You have like, a choice it's to like keep the, it's like in the Europa, it's the, in the Europa League final. Uh-huh. Ajax stood no chance because they had a very a team of youngsters. It's, it's, it's the manager's no, choice. Listen, you have two transfer windows. Ajax didn't lose because they were young. The Tot- clubs like Tottenham, Ajax they built they build from the ground up. They are unlike the other big clubs, like Chelsea and Man United, that, that can afford to spend big. Tottenham can't. Like right now, they are re- refurbishing their stadium at all. They can't afford to splurge on transfer. Tottenham no. spent over a hundred million, million of, of a about four or five seasons ago. No, yeah, AVB. That was those players. Ericsson still playing. Yeah, and who else? Player. Who else? How, how Lamela is, is on the bench. Cost? You know, Janssen Lamela is a good player. Million. They have got the money. Janssen was thirty-five. No, the argument is they have the money. They have the money. I don't think they do. I don't, they have, they I don't think Tottenham. I don't think Tottenham can afford Pogba, for example. Oh man, who affords Pogba? How many teams Man-United can afford? Chelsea can. Man United can. Chelsea can. City can. And Real Madrid. All those teams. All those teams can afford Pogba. Real Madrid. It's it's one thing about affording. Not not Real Madrid. I'm talking about EPL teams. City can. Can. But Who just for example, waste 89 yeah. million on, <laughs> on a dancing. He <laughs> scored a goal in the final. I say respect. That, put that some ball respect. Was out. <laughs> if you look at the trajectory of that ball, it was going out. If it was not for that's an even maybe, man. That's an yeah, even maybe. Yeah. No, no. no. Yeah, if we're talking about the trajectory of the ball, that's a, that's an child. even maybe. That's not an even maybe. You, the trajectory of the ball it's an even it maybe <laughs> it's an even maybe and Sanchez Sanchez had that de- awful you, deflection you probably put a spin on it it was going yeah. to curl it yeah. <laughs> doesn't have the sort I'm of just saying, listen, it's no, an even listen, maybe the point is the goal is a proper goal yeah that's yeah, that that's, well, that's 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 <laughs> that's 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 that's
listen, as far as, far as I'm concerned, Pochettino is a good manager. That's that's as far as he is, I think. Is I all. disagree with you. He's, he's, he's no, just a good manager. I and that's disagree. What, with what are you saying? So, so, Let's hear what Tao is going to say. I disagree. Yeah, I think Poch is a very good manager. And if we're going by reputation, he won't against the Guardiola's and Mourinho's of the world. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking on form, especially given this particular last season, where well, he outclassed both in the games that he faced against them. Mm-hmm. He, like, Guardiola didn't adapt. He wanted the Premier League to adapt to his football. Football, yeah. He realized this at the end. Like, nah, you know what? I can't change the way these people play football. And maybe on your your contact. Exactly. (laughs) I would put, like, if we're going by this season, if we're, uh, this is a end of season review, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. End of season review. If it's an end of season review, not talking about reputations, past achievements. Pochettino, I rate him highly above Mourinho and Guardiola combined. I'm not even, I'm going to go as far combined as combining even. them both. Both of them, add them together according to performances of the season. Get me right. Yeah, We're yeah. talking about this season. Yeah, of course. I, I agree we with are you. Not I agree with about you, what you're saying. Reputations and trophies that both have won in the past, which are amazing managers. Yeah. But if we're going by this season, Poch comes above both combined. Look, we can talk about how Tottenham haven't yet won something. But Chelsea, for a long time, hadn't won something because they were building towards something. And Tottenham, as far as I can tell, Chelsea won in his first season when no, no, rebuild no, season, I, I, bro. In, no, I'm talking about like over time. These things happen, man. Like these things happen over time. Tottenham are on the up. They've got yeah. a solid team, and they hardly sell their best players unless, if they want to, they hardly sell. And that's something they're gonna keep the core group that they have this year. And I believe if they keep this core group. But the problem is now going to Wembley now. That's a big, yeah, that's a big challenge. Given, given how they've kept on, yeah, um, that's a big challenge. But if we're going on this season, man, I I think Poch is above Mourinho. I'm gonna get crucified for this. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can find me anyway. I'm a I, I can take it on. You're ready for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have a tweet here that says, uh, "My heartfelt condolences to Arsenal fans." You are in my prayers. Um, this was from Mama Danai. <laughs> How's been Arsenal season this year? You know, they've dropped out of the top four and now they're number five. Is that a sign of the times? Can they withstand the pressure of the ti- of the Premier League going? You know, it's done. You know it. You know that hashtag? You know it? Venga. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, we tired. We tired. I, I I don't care whatever tactics that this guy is going to introduce or whatever magic is going to you know uh, give us. But he should leave. Come, he should leave. Right. And speaking of speaking of Vega, how how much how much uh, weight does the FA final uh, uh, tomorrow? We're recording this on a Friday, by the way. So tomorrow <laughs> is Saturday. There's the FA Cup final between Chelsea and Arsenal. How much weight does that carry in terms of Vega's job security? Knowing Venga, I don't think it is anyway. Losing or winning, I think he's just going to say I'm staying. I don't know. You need to understand something about the club structure of Arsenal. Stan Kroenke, man, 
the way his teams are set up, go to uh, to the states. He's got like a like a uh, sports franchise going on. He doesn't really care about the trophies. Let's be honest. He doesn't. He cares about the profitability that comes from his teams, and his teams do make profits. Mm-hmm. Arsenal do make profits. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that Arsenal is just um, meant for? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a Arsenal. Yes. In the last decade, Arsenal has just been like a money-making club. That's the only thing that they're good at. But anyway, as a Chelsea fan, I don't want Wenger to go anyway. <laughs> Wenger must stay. Wenger must stay. I, I, I give thanks to Wenger, especially for this past season. Man, I, if there's any other coach we would like to credit for Chelsea's title <laughs> win, I think the only person that we can credit is Wenger, not Mourinho. Wenger, yes. You remember the three nil? That three nil drubbing before half time. Changed everything for Chelsea. I remember watching the second half. I was just like, nah, man. Stuff this. Back to 20. Uh, 14, 20, I know it's like 2015, 2016 season again. Before that game, like if we hadn't lost three men, and I tell you the honest truth, Coach was, um, Conte was going to stick to four, two, three, one formation. I don't think. I think he was going to always go back to the. He's going to go to the three at the back. That's how he has always put his teams. That's if you followed his teams before. He played in a Juventus team when he played. He played in a team that played three at the back. And when he coached, like his philosophy, if you look at Italian philosophy... It's, it's always been three at the back, Italian yeah. Italian philosophy of coaches, their tactics, they're always playing three at the back. The problem was he was afraid at first of putting three at the back because of the history that Van Gaal had had with three at the back, Rodgers had had with three at the back in the Premier League. And it didn't really work out well. And I remember... Uh, Van Gaal said uh, this famous quote when when he was asked about the three at the back and he said my butt twitches when I play four at the back I prefer playing three at the back (laughs) (laughs) says every time I put four my butt twitches so (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh, this is a bit on on Arsenal so and going back to the question there of course you know I don't think as well like Josh asked I don't think the result tomorrow affects uh, Venga I think he's staying on for is two extra years yeah. and uh but there's one you know theory that he's been showing a bit of difference now uh faced with this uh pressure he's now started playing three at the back as well for some of his games and the it's, winning it's, formula and it's, it's it's different to what uh you know arsenal fans have known you know he's starting to adapt to a bit of change and they're kind of positive about that you know but let's, that's, let's go. That's the way forward for them. If you look at again, at if you read his interviews in the cu- past couple of days about transfers, he says, "My team is good. It needs a couple of additions." So he's not likely to go and make like whirlwind changes in that team. So it's going to be same problems for Arsenal next season. I, that much I can pretty much guarantee you. Because why? They don't like paying the big bucks. Yeah, they don't. They don't like paying they the big bucks. Exactly. And this this day and age, man, if you're not paying the big bucks for the top players, you're you're gonna be fighting for five, six, and seven. Remember, yes. he was supposed to sign Kante. He was supposed to sign Kante at some point. I, mean, I think he's supposed to add like two. No, no, no. <laughs> it was Suarez. The Suarez issue. The Suarez issue, dude. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I don't understand. I know, that was mad. How he, he 
he's get, he offers 40 million and the Liverpool say up your bid and he puts an extra pound. What sort of disrespect is that? Imagine had Wenger gotten sorry at that point. And then had added Sanchez and Ozil on top of Suarez. Man, with that front line, you would have seen flames. But, but now, thank God for Wenger. But now for Arsenal now, they're in a tough position because I, I, I don't think if Arsenal don't win the FA Cup and Wenger doesn't leave, I don't think Sanchez is going to stay. Yeah, he's already uh, frustrated. Sanchez is probably going to move to Bayern Munich. That's the, the most likely move. And that is going to affect Arsenal a lot more. They're going to move from 5th to 8th without Sanchez. <laughs> because we're talking we're talking a player that has been their top post this season. And they are where they are because of Sanchez. Solely because of Sanchez. Yeah. So now, if they lose Sanchez and Wenger doesn't leave, how, how is that going to affect Arsenal? Because from my point of view, I think they're gonna it's only it's only one way for us not to go now, and down. it's down because the quality of football in the Premier League has improved. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as um, Guardiola, who we're gonna talk about in the pit as well, mm-hmm. as much as he hasn't achieved my this is uh, his first season in his managerial career without winning a, a trophy, a single trophy, the first time that Welcome that has happened to, to Guardiola. DPL, as much as he has done that, City have have had some pretty good games. They've scored five, six goals against opponents. We've seen De Bruyne, we've seen Gabriel Jesus, we've seen Leroy Sané. He's brought in all those players and those players are st- they're, they're very good. They're very good in, in the position that they play. So the quality of football is only improving. And next season, I promise you, Man United is going to spend big. You know, because they one, they have the money and two, they, that squad needs a complete overhaul. That squad plays some horrible football. I don't know if it's Mourinho or it's the the players, but Man United plays a very terrible football. Like it's just, it's just, (laughs) it's painful to watch. Uh, Are we getting into Man United or Man City? (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, uh, the next person, as you said, I was gonna bring up Guardiola, one of the most talked about managers, you know, coming into the EPL on the back of his history at Bayern, his history at uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, You know, this was the star manager who came in and got hit by the lights of uh, the Premier League, you know, was it a good season for him, uh, finishing third, you know, a tough season, tough first season for him? According to expectation, it it wasn't, I don't think he lived up to the expectation, I think everyone expected Guardiola to be at least there in the running for the Premier League title until the end. But Guardiola was out of the uh, of the title race ten games before the end of the season. He was City didn't look anything like title contenders. They didn't look like anything of their first ten games. Remember, he won the yeah, first ten first games. Test. He was he, he was flying. He ran a blitz campaign in the first ten games. I think that first ten games was more managers playing to pep the name than the actual football. They were like, oh, we're facing a Guardiola team. We're going to get bitten. We're going to get hit here. Yeah. And, and is, is Tottenham not the first team? Tottenham was the, the first. Yeah, yeah Tottenham was the first. They beat them 2 0. And when the moment Tottenham beat them, everyone was like, ah, man, you can beat we, this we team. You can take this team on. I think Pep had an okay season. Of course, everyone expected him to just walk through. That doesn't happen, man. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that just does. The Premier League is different from the other leagues where you've got two super teams charging for a title. Yeah, you've got six teams that can all win the Premier League title. 
So you've got a lot of competition. You're not going to get easy games. You're going to go to Watford. And Watford on their day can cause trouble for anyone. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think he had the team. But the problem is he didn't adjust in time. He thought the Premier League would bow to him and play to him. I read someone once said, it's not about Pep adjusting to the Premier League. It's if the Premier League would adjust to Pep. Man, the Premier League showed him. You adjust <laughs> to us. You play according to us. Not n- None of this nonsense where you're just going to walk through and expect people to roll over. You're not going to face Malaga or... Uh, sporting Gijon in, in La Liga, or you're going to face Frankfurt and and Vender uh, Bremen in, in Germany who just roll over for Bayern Munich like that. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Everyone faces a tough game, every single game. You've got likes of Sunderland on the day, can cause you nightmares. Yeah. So cool. we're saying, you know, this was just an eye opening season for. Uh, uh, Man City and Pep Guardiola. He's already been in the transfer uh, market already. He yeah, started man, he's buying started, early. He's showing he's like showing intent, real right? intent. He's yeah. let go of the old horses. Clichy's yeah. gone. Sanya's gone. Zabaleta's gone. Willy Caballero is gone. So I think, I think it's going to bite him. And, and especially with regards to one of those I think he should have kept one, maybe uh, like Clichy. He's I kept Zabale. Um, what's his name? Kolarov. He's kept Kolarov. He's still got Kolarov. He's got company in there. But um, uh, with the way it's going right now, I don't think Kolarov is going to survive. Maybe yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Kolarov, I don't think Kolarov is going to survive the way that it's going right now. It's not fast enough for Pep Guardiola's type of football. Kolarov is one player he's been mixing tactically from left back into CB a bit of times, even into you know central not midfield. Not fast enough. So. Uh, he's not fit enough. Exactly. Yeah. Not fit enough as well. I'm also thinking that uh, consistency was the major blow to Pep. Because if you notice, uh, he never had a consistent team. I don't know whether he was still looking for a team. Uh, after the end of the season, I wouldn't know. But uh, consistency. Uh, and I must say that he really had good signings. Look at uh, Gab. Uh, Gabriel Jesus. He is an incredible player. <laughs> yeah. He's done well, yeah. I still think that um, Man City is a threat uh, next season, yeah, if they are consistent. Because uh, I'm not sure as well if Aguirre is happy. I'm not, I'm not sure about that as well. So. I must say it wasn't a very good season for Pep, maybe because of his pride as well, because it kind of shows this whole thing like, you don't tell me what to do, mm-hmm. you know, even that is because true. the player yeah, is, is good. Yeah. The next match you see him missing out on the first level, what is that? Yeah. Talking about Pep's pride, I think one of the key uh, matches that we saw, it was the Monaco match, you know, home yeah. in a way. That's where we really saw that he was being too cocky about who he is, uh, but forgetting the quality of his team. And Monaco exposed him, hitting him, you know, and going on to the next rounds. You're no. leading 6-3-5-3. Yeah, it was 5-3. Uh, yeah. Going to Monaco and go and play an open foot game. Go play a dirty game like Mourinho plays. Go play a dirty game. Get the result. Can I just take a minute to discuss Aguero? Do you think he's happy? Anybody? 
Um, Aguero, he, he got frustrated at some yeah. point yeah. And because Gabriel was really pep prefers. And I think Jesus. he's gonna start I don't, playing. I don't think I don't think Aguero still has a place in that city. Yeah, I don't think so too. I don't think he's. I, I think maybe if he stays be, beyond this season. He's probably going to play a bit part role in this coming season because, from every indication so far, Jesus is the type of forward Pep likes. Mm-hmm. He's the player who is always in the 16 yard box. Yeah, if you check Jesus, most of his goals, he works in and around the 16 yard. He's always in those spaces. And Kun likes coming in. He likes to play more of like a messy type of yes, game yes. where he comes in with the ball from midfield, plays the ball with someone, and, and then he gets into the box. Yeah, but then it's so difficult. He doesn't have the messy thing. He doesn't, have the, yeah, he doesn't have the messy magic. Mm-hmm. Messi, so only Messi can do what he does. <laughs> <laughs> only he can do what he does. And I'm a, I'm a Madrid. I'm a, I like Madrid. I don't say. And you're in love with Ronaldo. <laughs> but anyway, we're not talking about that. All right, and then and now let's talk about Jose Mourinho. Finally, and, um, <laughs> let's talk about how he came. He came back to to the EPL to Man United, um, who, as far as I can, as, as I'm concerned, are the, the, the direct rivals of Chelsea in the Premier League. Those are the only two teams that are worth talking about, really. There's a feature from Man City. There's a feature from Arsenal. There's a feature from Tottenham, but there's been a menu versus Chelsea vibe to the Premier League for a couple of years, as far as I'm concerned. Now, let's talk about his move from, from Chelsea to Man United and the expectation that people had when, when he brought in Zlatan Ibrahimovic, when he brought in uh, Paul Pogba, when he brought in uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan. And these, these were um, uh, top, top players in their, in, their, in their respective leagues. Mkhitaryan had been player of the season in, in, in Germany. Um, Zlatan had been player of the season in France, and I'm not sure if Pogba had been player of this, but we all know we all know how, how highly rated Pogba was. So on the on the back of that, how has Mourinho performed in the Premier League this season? On the back of all the signings, on the back of the expectation that was on on him coming to Manchester United, a club as big as Manchester United, and a manager as big as Jose Mourinho. And let's also consider the fact that when Ferguson left, Mourinho was most likely to, to succeed Ferguson. And then um, Moyes happened. And <laughs> Moyes happened to Man United, the glorious uh, David Moyes. And so let, let's talk about how Mourinho, how well has Mourinho done in his first season at Man United. I'll go into it first, but briefly, so that I give you time. Um, I still believe up to now Mourinho should have taken the time away from football. I think this season you were supposed to take a sabbatical as you know what Pep did, you know, take time out. Because last season was just, you know, I hated Mourinho, but last season, you know, I, I even felt pity for him because it was now just a terrible situation. And him getting, you know, hooked on to Man United, a, a team that had huge expectations on the back of three terrible seasons, you know. I thought it was just too soon, but the pressure of Man City signing Pep Guardiola, you know, Man United had to react in some way, and Jose was right there. So I, I, I think, firstly, you know, he should have taken a sabbatical. Uh, on his season, you know, it wasn't, of course, up to expectation, but um, he's a winner. He won two of the four competitions that he was in at the beginning of, of the season. Mm. 
man. Um, about the treble, uh, I, I saw this. I saw this picture uh, on Twitter that um, when 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 Liverpool won um, the, 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 the very same trophies back then, Man United fans called it a Mickey Mouse treble. You know? <laughs> and now, and now that um, Man United. Now I see Man United fans calling it a treble that they won a treble, the Mickey Mouse treble that um, I, that they spoke about I years ago. <laughs> I get surprised. But yeah, I think um, Mourinho has performed averagely. I'd I'd say six out of ten. Uh, pun intended on the six. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he did very well. He won the Community Shield. He won uh, the League Cup. He won the Europa League and secured Champions League football for Man United, and that that's great. I still think he has the players to improve the quality of football for Man United. He's got very good ball players. The likes of Ander Herrera, Paul Pogba, Henrik Mkhitaryan, Juan Mata. Those are absolute ballers. And something needs to change about the system of football. Because honestly, Man United fans can be guaranteed of a win in a final. But they're not going to enjoy the football that their team is, 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 is playing on the field. So I don't, I don't think that's... I don't know about Man United fans, but I would like to see my, my team playing well and getting results at the same time. Um, solid point. Uh, the football has been terrible it's, uh, most of the times. But, um, you know, who Jose is. I'm always referencing the, uh, the Sleepy G match, Liverpool versus Chelsea. That, that was Jose. He went there for a result, got it. But it was ugly as hell. He had like nine people defending uh, 90% of the time. He had the likes of Nathan Ake, you know, playing as a midfielder, but he was like an extra defender. And that was Jose, as we know him. And he's coming and he's done almost the same thing at United. He's just trying to get the results. 25 you know, 15 unbeaten NBA. run, but 15 draws in the that's, league. That, yeah. that's almost half a season of draws, and that's not <laughs> been really good. So that's that's. I think that's Jose. That's who we know, and I think he needs to improve. Definitely. I think. I okay, wait, wait, wait. I know, I know. Tao is a great hater. Okay, we all haters, but then I know Tao will say <laughs> one thousand <laughs> things. I know, uh, but let me just say a few things. Um, First things first, Conte uh, was introduced to the EPL, Pep was introduced to the EPL. Mourinho was not an introduction, you know. Uh, I even laughed at you guys when you were all celebrating Mourinho, Mourinho, but he was bringing nothing new to the Premier League, okay. So that was already one new, okay. And then the next thing is, the thing about Mourinho is he builds, he becomes victorious, but the next step he destroys. So if Manchester United fans are already celebrating the Europa League, right, we can consider that as a victory, okay. Now the next step, you're going to be destroyed. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have a, a problem with that theory because... It's uh, consistent. It is. Wait, yes, wait a minute. It's consistent. Listen to this point. Listen uh-huh, to this point. It's uh-huh. consistent. Chelsea fans say they know Jose so much. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, me, let, me, let me just complete this, this right. statement. Yes. 
they they say they know Jose so much, but they are refusing to acknowledge that Jose's second season is always their bang season. He okay. does all right in the first season, the first season but second season is when he really comes up and fails third bang. season. But the way you guys are celebrating the Europa, you feel as if Oh, come on, it's just celebration for Champions League football. We haven't had it in years, man. Okay, now, I, okay. I, I, I'd, no, like to think, I'd like to think Mourinho. I'm a, I respect Mourinho for everything he's done for Chelsea. But there's all love stories as well. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> they come to an end. And sometimes, some Remember breakups, your girlfriend is going to be listening to this and you're like, all our stories come to an end. <laughs> all our stories, they will come to an end, either through life or death. At some point, it's going to come to an end. Oh, now the man is making excuses. But yeah, man. No, but look, Mourinho is, is a good coach. He's a, he's a fa- fabulous coach. But I'll tell you one thing about Mourinho that, man, you, man, you was known for p- playing the flag game in the Premier League. You won't get that with Mourinho. If that's what you're looking for, you won't get it. That much I can pretty much guarantee you. But what you can, what you will get in the short run, you will get title. He's a winner. He's a serial winner. Yeah, That's something is. about him that any coach is supposed to have. He's a serial winner. He wants to win at all costs, whether good cost or bad cost, but he wants to win. I think his season really has been a big disappointment. And I'd like to say, as a Chelsea fan, it pains me to admit this. But I think the manual job is the one he wanted to even when yeah, he chose that. I agree. Yeah. He wanted to succeed Pickerson. I yes. think definitely. He, he can go back to the games against Real Madrid versus Man U in Ferguson's last season. And the things that Mourinho said, it's angered people in Spain. Like, wow, why are you giving so much respect? to what you call this, to, to, to Manchester United, like you're already seeing yourself there. So I think he wanted that job before us. And the fact that Manu didn't choose him, Manu didn't choose him, they went from words. Yeah, and everything else. And the creativity, Man United The one thing about the Manu job that Mourinho, that attracted Mourinho was mm-hmm. the longevity of Ferguson's brain. He, yes. That's something he, he craves for. If there's okay. anything, he wants to be at a club for at least now. Because he's, he's gone through all the top clubs. Bayern Munich are certainly never going to appoint Mourinho. They've got bad blood there. Bayern Munich with Mourinho. That's a game of surprises. But Bayern Munich are a club mired in what you call this, in tradition. That's the, that's something we, about we, Bayern. I thought Man United were mired in you know what i yeah. still think that Mourinho has to stop this uh, mentality that he needs to collect four points when he's playing against the team you know uh, if he's away he just uh, tries for a draw. point only it, it makes the whole game boring he needs to stop that that's why you guys have to go you know 15 rows and where are you now yeah, I think most of those draws are actually at home. We have, I think, the second or the first best away record in the mm-hmm. season this past season. But at home, we had almost about 10 or so I th- draws. I think at Mourinho with this last season, he was more afraid of losing than he, was, than he wanted to win. He'd rather have not lost. I think that was what was... He wasn't I, hungry for three points. I, I, I don't say he wasn't hungry for three points. He didn't want to lose. 
it didn't matter what happened after not losing whether it was a draw or a win but it, as long as i didn't lose that is that is the one thing that was consistent with Mourinho this season i think that the some if not uh four four defeats only this whole season and we won but we had like five and then he had all of those draws and there had many games when he could literally have gone and chased the result but he played it safe because he didn't want to lose yeah, yeah. but have you noticed something uh Conte even made uh, every player want to score have you noticed that yeah look man. at alonso look at caesar look at gary but look at Mourinho. you wouldn't have told the, the yes, don't look so sad. It's, it's just a description <laughs> <laughs> like i'm, I'm just thinking would, would smalling be you know eyeing for a goal in a match no, no, no you know yeah. maybe what would he be doing in the uh, in the opposition box man <laughs> okay. all right um um, so we've got a couple of voice notes that we that we got from some people on Twitter, but um, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna ask these guys here to give. I want I want to hear the top five players in the Premier League this season, and we're gonna end the show with the voice notes. Yeah, all right. So we're gonna start with Tao. Give me your top five players in the Premier League. So don't be biased. Don't tell me Golo Kante, Eden Hazard, Gary Cahill, and give me Chelsea. No, no. Top five players in the Premier League. Try and be objective as possible. My top five, I will, I'm gonna have a top five that's inclusive. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have top five from every position in the league. All right, yeah, let's go yeah. for that. Number one. The, yeah, yeah. Like goalkeeper, goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, and the yeah. I'm going for a goalkeeper. My top goalkeeper for the season, definitely keeper. Definitely, hands down, golden glove, baby. Get that. <laughs> All right. Okay. And my best defender. I would definitely sad it, it sucks to admit but Jan Vertonghen man it sucks to admit yeah he's been solid he's yeah. been yeah, like a solid re- him and Toby have been really good in that Tottenham defense I think they had almost if not the second meanest defense from Chelsea I'd have tried to give it if I wanted to give it to any Chelsea guy I couldn't because all of them were solid all, all five of them were solid in defense. Oh, an amazing defender. So I can't say anything. I'd have given all five of them, but anyway. So if, overall, I'm gonna go with with Jan Bertongen. And my best midfielder would definitely be Christian Eriksen. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christian Eriksen. Yeah, we're in three out of five. Let's hear the okay. other two. Okay, no, wait. This is central mid. Uh huh. Central mid, Christian Eriksen. But definitely a hazard is... Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rethink this Ericsson thing. <laughs> Kante. I'll uh-huh. rephrase. I'm going back. Sorry, Ericsson. Kante N'Golo. Man, he was the revelation for Chelsea. He's the big difference. He was the big difference. He was the difference maker. He allowed players to flourish. Hazard didn't have to track back. Because N'Golo ran for two or three people at the same time. Man, it was like everywhere. So I've gone with Cotois, Ventongen, Golo. Golo Kante. Okay. Yeah. Striker. Harry Kane is the best striker in the EPL. Yeah. I don't think that's up for debate. I don't think that's up for debate. I love yeah. Lukaku. I want Chelsea to buy Lukaku. Because I, I like Lukaku because he's strong. He plays to the strength of Chelsea. You'd play to the strength of Chelsea. We're like a physical team. You'd fit right well. 
that's that. But Kane is Kane is like the best in the league. Uh, let's have it down. That guy is lightning. He's amazing. I love you. I love you. Don't leave us for Madrid. We love you. I love you. Please, I hope you get to hear this. Guys, is there a way Edin can get to hear this? I love you. I love you. We'll take Edin on the episode. I love you. Please, please, please. Please don't leave us. Please, please, please. Yes. All right. And then I, let's say your top five for the season. Okay, there might not be five. Maybe Top maybe five we, plus substitutions. Maybe we were high somewhere, yeah. But maybe um, I'm going to give credit to um, King from Bournemouth. Ooh. You know, um, he was very amazing. And uh, of course, Eden has it. Uh, Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez. Um, Anda Herrera, yes, I yeah. said it. Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sit down, come on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's hear that again. Yeah, to be honest, it was very solid, especially right at the end of the season. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ngolo Kante, of course, and then um, Macaulay from West Brom. He really had a good yeah, uh, season. Did, uh, yeah, Macaulay. Yes. Sekuru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the other two, you said seven. Oh, really? Did I? Okay, let me just go through again the list. I said Kante. Uh-huh. I said Harry Kane. Uh-huh. No, Harry Kane. Yeah, it's Harry Kane. Macaulay King and um, Hazard. King as in Josh King? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, Hazard, Sanchez, and uh, Herrera. Alright. Yeah. Uh, I think you've spoken like a true fantasy Premier League player. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> fantasy Premier League players. Man. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, we never used to recognize them because of the teams yeah. and everything. But I must say, I don't think Kutua was amazing. Yes, he got the Golden Globe, but <clears throat> I wasn't convinced, really. Uh, so maybe, to be honest, Loris had had a good Sell out. Alright, my top five. Um, uh, in goal, I'll say um, the best keeper in the Premier League for me. Unfortunately, with little recognition, is uh, Tom Eaton. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a very good goalkeeper. He had made crucial saves that were essential to his team. And it's unfortunate that these small teams, they concede so many goals eventually, but he's a very good goalkeeper. And I'll put him on par with uh, uh, Pickford as well because Pickford is still young. I think he's only 19, but look at the saves he's been making and, and all. And I think he's a very solid goalkeeper. Uh, Ngolo Kante, obviously. Uh, I don't need. To, I don't even need to speak about Kante. He's by far the best player in the Premier League this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll also talk about Cesar Spilicueta. Uh, played every minute of the season. He made significant contributions to the Chelsea team uh, defensively and in the attacking half. Scored a beautiful volley this season and. He's just been immense. Uh, totally underrated as far as I'm concerned. I'll talk about Alexis Sanchez. Arsenal wouldn't be where they were without Alexis Sanchez. He's been the only player in that team that has performed week in, week out as far as I'm concerned. And he has done really well to keep Arsenal afloat. I would say Alexis Sanchez. I would like to see Alexis Sanchez in Chelsea. Imagine having Eden Hazard 
and Alexis Sanchez in the Come, same baby. team. That, that's, that's, that'll be just beautiful. Under Herrera, very good player, solid midfielder, good defensively, good going forward. Man United need to keep Under Herrera because he's an absolute gem. Silent assassin. And he's just, he's, he's perfect. I would say Under Herrera is perfect. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against a uh, lot of you. And I'm going to say Romelu Lukaku. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as Harry Kane has gotten the most goals over the past seasons, even this season, he scored seven goals in the last two games. Romelu Lukaku has done more with far less. Harry yeah, Kane, he has yeah. Christian Eriksen, he has Dele Ali feeding him the balls. He's got uh, Davis, he's got Kyle Walker, he's got Danny Rose. Lukaku has to do it with um, Barkley. Imagine playing with Barkley and, and relying on Barkley for supply. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's how terrible Lukaku's situation is. And yet, he bangs in 24 goals. And I think Lukaku is an exceptional striker. He'd very do well at a top team. So he would complete my, my, my five. Yeah, big round. Big round come to Chelsea. <laughs> if we want to big round. Yeah, I, I think even if Costa says. And um, yeah, honorary, honorary mention uh, Phil Jogielka. Zlatan Ibrahimovic has been far much better than I expected him to be. He's proven that he can get among the goals even though the ages is advanced. But he's still trash. But yeah, man, um, uh, uh, that's all from me and Tawi and Danai. We're going to hand you over to Lizwe and he's going to do his top five and then he's going to tell you who is who in the voice notes and he's going to give you the conclusion. Uh, no top five for me. Uh, we've run out of time. So I'll just get into the voice notes. We've got some people sending us messages of what they thought about their seasons. Ray, your voice note was too long. But anyway, here we go. Uh, Raymond Muzembe, uh, a prominent Arsenal fan. So, yes, basically, so you asked to talk about three things. Arsenal season, Wenger and the FA Cup. So basically, I'll start off with Arsenal season. Um, obviously, as Arsenal fans, this is... Results-wise, been our worst season um, since Wenger took over. First time finishing outside the top four in a 20-year history. It feels weird. It feels strange. It feels surreal. And it's the first time we're going to be out of the Champions League. I know a lot of Arsenal fans are a bit upset about that, but the reality is, in terms of my my feeling, is that we haven't been competitive in the tournament for a good six to seven years. So basically, we've made this made out of the group stages comfortably. However, we've been battered every single time, from Milan to Barcelona a couple of times. Bayern Munich a couple of times to Monaco recently as well so I actually think Arsenal is in a space where taking a step back wouldn't exactly be the worst thing especially considering the quality of players that we have right now isn't as good as the quality of players we had eight to ten years ago when we were competitive in the Champions League so right now essentially I think being in the Europa League would be a good thing a would be competitive B it would um, give us an opportunity to go deep into the tournament give players experience over a long heavy season with 60 plus games and that will prepare us better for um, a Champions League campaign in the future hopefully so I mean yes disappointed by finishing fifth finishing fifth as well also also because of the manner come the end of the year we're comfortable I think we're second or third and then we had three very weird defeats Watford at home Palace away um, West Brom away um, and they were just just poor poor results so really frustrating in that sense that we collapsed and capitulated against teams that we really shouldn't have Ray was hurt, man. That was Ray. Uh, 
short right there but he's saying you know it's been a terrible season for Arsenal but he's kind of hopeful that you know Europa will teach them a few lessons on you know how to get how to get back into the top leagues we also had a Nigerian uh, follower Kami Yusu uh, she's a Man United fan and she had this to say okay um, my name is Kemi. I am from Nigeria um, my handle on Twitter is at Miss Man United. Um, for me, this season was overall was a bit of six over ten. I know some people say seven, or maybe six point five, because it could have been worse. Um, but it was also not bad because we qualified for the Champions League, so that's a plus. Um, we could, we didn't even need to. Um, we didn't need to depend on the Champions League if we did well in the Premier League. If we did well in the Premier League, we would have not, we have not had that extra pressure. But overall, we won, so that's great. We have uh, two trophies. I'm not counting the Community Shield because to me that's not a trophy. But some people say three trophies. I say two trophies, and that's not bad. The only person that did better than Manchester United in the Premier League is Chelsea because they won the league. So I think we're good. Um, about Mourinho's first season, it's a bit tough because he made some mistakes. Um, he did some things wrong, um, but he, in the end, he got himself and um, he had a strong. They had a strong end. I mean, we ended well because of the the the, win, the cup that we won. So I would say also a six, a six over ten season for Mourinho because it's like a springboard because we're under construction, like he said. So we're developing. So. Um, six over ten is a way, is a good way to start, and then you know the only way is up, right? That's uh, Cami saying six over ten, like uh, Josh had uh, said as well for Man United season. And uh, finally, we have uh, Slim Sam, uh, Liverpool fan, just giving up, giving us his thoughts. The Premier Soccer League season has come to an end. And wow, what a season it was! I have to say, I really enjoyed. So, how do I see it as a Liverpool fan? Well, there's a lot of ups and downs. I have to be honest, this season gave me a few times where I thought I was going to die due to a heart attack. But that's football, that's why I love it. If I was to review the season, I would say personally my team performed to expectation. Because at the start of the season, if you had offered us, Top four finish, chance to play the Champions League, I'll take it. So in that respect, I would say we have achieved that goal. That's uh, Liverpool saying, you know, the greatest title this season for them has been qualification into the Champions League. And it is granted for Liverpool, you know, they've been out for so long. So I guess, you know, this is a reason for them to smile. And um, I think that's uh, most of what we got from the people who sent us uh, reviews. And um, that should be it for the show. We've really stretched it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And it's only, it's only fitting for the EPL uh, season review. It's been, a, it's been a good episode. Thank you to Tawi and Danai for coming through. Uh, Maxed <laughs> Match is brought to you by Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. Follow them on Twitter at Capital 263. Follow us on Twitter at MaxetMatch. Follow us on Facebook. Like the page. Is it follow or like on Facebook? Like the page at MaxetMatch. 
and you can follow me on twitter at six legend at underscore six underscore legend and yeah let's talk football let's talk sport and if like we said get our numbers we're gonna put our numbers on the max and page page that you can get um on the whatsapp broker list for the whatsapp downloadable version and it's on this way if you don't get it on this way he's the one who's the responsibility to do that so if you don't get it please hit up this way tell him because i'm tired of telling him so yeah man uh for me that's goodbye yeah all right uh thank you mama d thank you Tawi. it's been great having sure, you sure. josh as always until next time it's been great uh remember to follow the channels at mike said match on twitter mike said match on facebook mike said match on itunes and uh, mike said match on iono.fm for me ciao ciao and now, and now. capital 263